What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morling, and here in the studio with me is the one and only J.J. Purdom. That's right. It's J.J. Purdom, and I am here in studio on this. It's the second greatest holiday of the year besides Christmas. Well, third greatest besides Easter as well. Wait, what holiday is this? Hashtag Stash Mageddon. It's real, people. It happened. You have a voice, and you... You spoke it into existence, and I just thank you so very much. Don't you think the name Stash is a little insensitive to like just the general like political climate right now and everything? Just kind of what's happening in the world. No, I'm insensitive, and I just say things that are totally inappropriate and like have no sensitivities to what's going on. Okay, okay. Although it's kind of crazy. Speaking of Mageddon, uh, it has been like the Walking Dead craziness outside uh, in going shopping, trying to go find any kind of meat products. I went to Walmart the other day to try to stock up on stores for the house and nothing on the shelves. All of the shelves were empty and I'm blown away by how people are hoarding stuff and not saving any for the rest of us. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's messed up. How have you been this week? I'm I'm okay, but like, how long are we going to play this up? <laughs> where we got the mask on? I mean, I don't know. This is my. Okay. This is actually my uh, HEPA certified. Oh, whatever, is that your N95 mask? Yeah, for you know that doesn't keep... block the coronavirus. I just want you to know, and especially yeah, when you does. got a, you got a hole in the nose area. I mean, it looks that way, but well, what it looks like <laughs> is it looks like your Death Stranding mask that you made out of that. So why don't we go ahead and show everybody? That sweet, sweet porn stash. Uh, yeah, I, I feel bad for all the audio listeners. I have to listen to my voice through this muffled plastic. But oh, no, your is... voice is muffled anyway, even when you don't oh, okay. have the plastic on. Do I have to take it off? Yeah, you kind of have to, so we can let the audio listeners hear you better. Yeah, so they can, <laughs> so they can hear what my mustache sounds like. Heck yeah! <laughs> okay. If you only knew, it looks like Ron Jeremy and Tom Selleck had a baby together, which is totally weird. So, so here's here's the deal. This is a point in the show where all of the audio listeners need to go watch a YouTube video. Yeah, you're gonna see have the grand to, reveal because it's unreal. So here we go. Ready? I'm about to reveal. Any drum roll or anything? Just I'm not very good with that. It would be okay. totally. <laughs> oh my gosh! Isn't that awesome? I'm loving what I'm seeing. It's sweet. This is it, man. This is the mustache you go home and you kiss the wife on and you go, you know what, baby? And you got to call her baby from now on. You know what, baby? Shoot, I'm loving this, you know? And you got to stroke it. Stroke it when you're talking and when you're thinking about something, like real deep in thought, you got to stroke that stash. I don't like Love this it. at all. Hashtag I, Garrett stash, hashtag stashmageddon. I got home from work today and... I walked in and my wife was like, she was ready. She's like, oh, I need to go take a shower before you leave. I'm like, no, today's the day. I have to shave. I need to shave and shower. She's like, oh, no. And like, she said, bleep, JJ. Bleep it. He bleeped right, that son of a bleep. Right, right in front of our two and a half year old. Did he hold his little <laughs> hands up to like cover the, the foul curses that came so, out of your wife's mouth? Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and then I proceeded to shave. And I showered and I came out shamefully and very, very scared. 
of what was going to happen. And yeah. my wife just and looked, she loved it. She was like, she, I love it. Oh my gosh. Threw herself all over you. So we, like, how much time do you have before you got to go to the podcast and rip your clothes off? We have an island um, in our kitchen. Not an island. I don't know what you call it. It's and she a, threw a, you on top of it? A peninsula that comes you? out from the wall. But there's like a, like cabinets and uh, and like the, the range hood over our stove and everything. Yeah. So like at eye level, like you can't see, you can see into the living room, but you can just see people's feet. You have to like duck down to see underneath and then you can see into our living room. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked in and she's just like, oh, did, so did you do it? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, do I want to look? And I said, no. <laughs> and she like slowly bends down and looks through our little, uh, our little, uh, look through into our living room. Did her face like just like let down like real hard? She just, just she like... looked very, very disappointed and very sad, <laughs> very upset. Oh, man. Um, and yeah, I may, may never, uh, feel the, the 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 skin of my wife again against yeah. you know no hugs no kisses no nothing just I don't I don't understand it because I'm looking at you and I want to throw myself on you right now well, I'm loving this stash so that's why is awesome immediately after the show I'm going and shaving it <laughs> off whatever it takes oh so we're getting baby smooth butt face Garrett next week so not totally smooth I don't own a razor so I'm just using my beard trimmer you can actually I don't know if you can tell if my camera is that good that we're using but uh, that's the other thing uh, we may or may not even have video this week because our boss stole our camera yeah technically it's his camera but yeah, yeah technically se- semantics yeah. you know yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm recording with my iPhone uh, and hopefully it's good enough quality and it, I can get it exported over to the computer but yeah this is uh, what you know, a little bit of stubble on my chin looks like, and then that's what I'm doing with this stash later. I'm loving it. I I think you need to go ahead and keep it because I'll tell you, like honestly, and I, and you want honesty. You don't want me to BS you or both. I I, I think love you look honesty. More like a man than you've ever looked in your life. I love honesty, but uh, hon- honestly, you're the last person I'd ever want honesty from. So that's. <laughs> oh, thanks, Garrett. I pre- <laughs> wait. <laughs> I don't think I understand that, but okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you're lucky um, I'm not very smart. So, uh, other yeah. than you shaving off the mustache or shaving everything down to a mustache, and the fact that you uh, you obviously haven't died from the coronavirus yet, you haven't been sent home from work from the coronavirus yet. No. What else yet. is going on in your week? You doing all right? Yeah, doing all right. Uh, my son is sick, not with coronavirus. In the midst of all of you this, you gotta like preface that. Yeah. Right? Well, everyone, what's crazy is like we we were sitting on on the couch on Sunday and we're like, what are the freaking chances? Like yeah. <laughs> everything crazy is happening in the world. Like things are crazy at, at work lately. Like for me, for both of us, it's been crazy. And then, you know, podcast stuff. I have to shave his dang mustache. That's crazy. Like that's been weighing on my shoulders. Crazy. That's been weighing on my shoulders the last few days. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we're like, what are the freaking chances? My son comes down with, I, uh, I don't even know it's a mad cow disease or some whatever they call it. I don't I don't think that's it. But <laughs> um yeah, he just has like some crazy, you know, things that two year olds get, you know, your normal toddler diseases. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, Syphilis, gonorrhea, no, herpes. No, you... not usually what? those, but um, that's what you said. Okay. <laughs> no. well, they have like a retroviral thing they can give to kids now when they get those herpes. So anyways, uh yeah, so it's like on top of all this other craziness, we've been quarantined, not even because of, you know, the real threat out there, but this other side threat like came in from the side and like flanked us straight up like 
tackled my son into into submission and and in the process knocking the rest of us over. So we're not sick. Me and my wife aren't sick, but it's just like, dang it, we want to go outside and do things. We can't take our our contagious two year old out everywhere. Oh yeah, you can. <laughs> you can. People just, are not people gonna... will hate you and give you like the evil eye thing and you know the the, yeah. the sign of the cross or whatever. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. No. So everybody in my house is sick too. And oh, great. I, so I what would, are the chances that we're going to like cross contaminate here? Probably pretty yeah, high, it could right? Happen, but, but here's <laughs> the thing. I'm such a hardcore man. I don't ever get sick. Except yeah, for, except for last except Thursday. For last Thursday, yeah. I did have <laughs> a sickness there. But it was a one day thing. I woke up. I woke up at 3.45 in the morning and my son had crawled into bed with me and my, my littlest and I felt my leg was wet. And I was like, what? heck is that and i kind of sat up you know half asleep like why is my leg soaking wet and i saw him sitting on the edge of the bed throwing up off the bed onto the floor and so i jumped up and i like caught a bunch of it with a shirt and i was catching all this you know vomitus that he was throwing out does he not understand how a toilet works i guess he didn't have any time so i looked down and realized like (laughs) oh my leg's wet because he yacked all over me so he had thrown up all over me and so I'm stripping bed and cleaning everything. And see, my I cannot handle throw up. So like, if anyone throws up near me, if I hear it, if I smell it, if I see it, like I'm throwing. Whether I'm actually <laughs> sick or not, like I can't handle that. Like I, you're a, you are a bigger man than me because if I <laughs> realize that, I would immediately be like, see, it doesn't doesn't affect <laughs> me. But now that you have that mustache, probably wouldn't be a problem because you're so manly. You just man Yeah, up. I don't want to test that theory. So I, I went to the bathroom maybe an hour and a half later and I got up and went to the bathroom and on the way back laid down and literally two seconds after my head laid down, I was like, I'm going to throw up. And I jumped up, ran to the bathroom, barely made it and projectile vomited myself. And I had stomach sickness all day long. Uh, I only threw up the, the once and then a little bit later. But I felt weak and jittery. John, our boss, sent a text. I, I'm half dressed. It's 7:30 in the morning, getting ready to leave the house, and I feel like garbage. He sends a message warning us to be careful about sicknesses and going near people, and you know how we want to try to protect ourselves and each other. Mm-hmm. And so I let him know, like, hey, I've been I've been up all morning throwing up, and you know, and stuff like that. He immediately called and said, "Stay home. Just stay home." Well, not immediately because he called me first. Well, it was it was fairly quick, yeah, uh, and <laughs> and made me do all JJ's work because JJ sucks <laughs> so bad. And uh, how does it feel for a change? Pretty crappy, huh? <laughs> and then uh, so I stayed home, and you know what? Two hours into the day, he I was, was kicking it playing PS4, I was living back. the life. You're such a jerk. I'm never telling you nothing again. No, so <laughs> I I actually was like, oh man, it's a good thing I stayed home. I was so happy that I did because I felt like trash and I would have just pushed through and just went to work because that's what you do. You know, when I was younger, man, when I might be sick, I'd have like, you know, a bad case of the farts and I'm like, I'm not going to work for three days. And when you become somebody who has responsibility and have kids to take care of, you could have your leg has fallen off and you're duct taping it on to try to get to work. Well, that was one thing I was telling John was uh, um, because he was like, we, we met up at one point in the afternoon. We were just like, we should totally just like trash JJ and um, <laughs> we, we, we're on Marco Polo and we talk back and forth amongst each other and we're like, it was totally just like really make him feel bad. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. we can't do that. Cause if it, tomorrow he's not better, 
Like JJ's the type of person where his intestines could be hanging out his butthole and he'd yeah. still come into work. So we really can't do that because if he's not good tomorrow, we don't want him coming in. Yep, and John's yep. like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so and we, I really am that kind of person. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, but I did work Friday and I felt a whole lot better. I wasn't sick anymore. But yeah, everybody else in my house for some reason is sick and I'm just, I got it a little bit and kicked out like a man. Like a man. Cool. Let's get into some housekeeping quickly here. Um, Doom Eternal stream, March 20th with Zetch Keen, and I announced it last week that it was happening. We now have a time. It looks like we're tentatively starting for 9 p.m. Could start a little earlier, a little later. Like I said, I just watch our social media feeds, but um, I'm going to get there around, uh, I don't know, 8, 8.30. We're going to set all the stuff up. Hopefully, we'll have our camera back by then. Oh, you're going to be there with him when, when he's uh, streaming it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's what I told you last week. You're invited. We're all yeah, invited I wasn't to go. Listening. I wasn't. Okay. But I but I did watch the stream that he was yeah, on he recently. One last week, yeah. He was killing it, man. He's good. Yeah, he's very good. He's great. Yeah. Um, are you gonna make it Friday or no? Yeah, is it still now. okay? Yeah, that's what I figured. He, I, I think he asked me. He's like, "Hey, is JJ coming?" I'm like, "You want me to be completely honest?" <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, like that's that's the most honest answer I could give because probably I'm not. An enigma. Pro- probably not. But you never know. Like you might get a knock at your door. You don't know how he got your address. You didn't give it to him. He might just show up. <laughs> you just, it's happened before. You just don't know. Um, so that is happening at 9 p.m. March 20th. Doom Eternal. We are streaming. Uh, it comes. It's launch day. It comes out that day. So come join us as we do, jump into the new Doom game. Um, I'm excited only because I only played a little tiny bit of Doom from 2016. Um, and for me, it didn't really grab me. But everything I've heard is like, oh, this game's like way better. Like it's just the gameplay is so much more fun and there's some cool stuff that they've added. So come join us, uh, ex- you know, experiencing that for the first time. And we will able, we're able to like meet, I mean, more than like two people we can meet legally. Yeah, I think, like, I think two people is okay. Yeah, okay. So streaming's okay. okay. We gotta, well, you, you never know. Um, uh, next on the list here, uh, patreon.com slash super gamer boys. If you haven't heard of this, which I don't know how you haven't, cause we talk about every show, but for this $1 a month, you can go over there, support us and you get the episodes early. So tonight after we finish recording, uh, usually around, I don't know, maybe when I get finished editing around 10 o'clock or something, nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock ad free early access to the audio version of the podcast. If you were already paying for that, you'd be seeing this sweet stash early. No, you wouldn't see it. That's not the video. There's no way I can <laughs> export a video that fast. My computer is not that powerful. You just get the audio. Okay, I did not uh, but, see but how I, much I know. But I might I might post a picture on the Patreon tonight with the the thing. So that's that's what I'll do. I'll I'll go. post a picture of myself, a selfie of the mustache. So while you're listening, you can <laughs> look at this picture of me and <laughs> Don't stare at it because I weird. That'd stare at it, I guess. Um, <laughs> that's horrible. Uh, and we also have higher tiers that you can support us at, where you can, uh, um, you know, support us and get some more perks, such as like uh, uh, access to the show notes, shout outs on the show, like our Patreon sponsors this week: Bill Bird, Julie Bates, and Dustin Long. Thank you guys so much for Thank supporting us. Um, we also have a producer tier, but. No one's uh, no one's man enough to take us up on that one. Or you know, woman pitch enough, or woman transgender enough to uh, well, to I mean, to pitch you, us a segment for that show. So you can't really like call out sexes. You can't do that anymore. Okay, no one is uh, enough. Hu- human enough to to do it. Everyone's a bunch right. of sissies. now. Androids are going to be pissed at us. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Gonna get uh, all that hate mail. Uh, we're also part of the HP Video Game Podcast Network. Go check them out. Uh, they, there's a lot of cool podcasts on our network. And then this week. I'm going to uh, shout out supergamerboys.com 
slash Twitch. Because that's where we're going to be streaming on Friday. So go over there. Yes. Supergamerboys.com slash Twitch. And uh, follow us ahead of time and turn on the notifications. And when we go live, you'll know immediately. You, I, I, you know what? I got to say, I don't know if you're aware, but ever since you you got this mustache thing going on, dude, you have like a charisma you never had before. You've got an energy, Garrett, that I have not heard coming from you in the last almost year and a half we've been doing this thing. Brother, this is like a new you, man. I'm, I hope you're feeling it, folks, because I'm feeling it. What do you say we get into uh, some news here? Okay. If it's time, then it's time for the nerdy nudes. <laughs> All right. First uh, news story here, uh, how the industry is reacting to E3's cancellation. Um, my mouse isn't working because I forgot my mouse pad at home. Uh, but here's the deal. Last week, right after a couple, like a day or two after our uh, show was recorded, they announced E3 is officially canceled the esa the esa held out as long as it could but in the end it was inevitable e3 the highest profit prof i thought i said profitable and then i was like nope highest profile video game show in north america was canceled today because of the global coronavirus health emergency this comes from ign by andy chalk over there um sorry pc gamer not ign uh the shutdown bet is bad enough in its own right but making matters worse it it com comes in the wake of growing questions about E3's relevance at a time when broadband internet has enabled game publishers to reach their customers directly. In fact, industry analyst Doug Kurtz told the Wall Street Journal that the coronavirus could prove to be an existential turning point for E3. If publishers are able to adequately reach their fans directly through online presentations, the absence of the show could end up demonstrating beyond any doubt that it's simply not relevant anymore. So obviously it's a huge deal. E3 is shutting down. Um, not only for the economy of like LA and the whole convention thing and plane tickets selling and hotels selling, all this stuff. Um, indie developers aren't getting exposure and there aren't these like deals that are like E3 is trade show where people are making deals and um, indie games are getting, uh, you know, publicity and showcased and, you know, seen on the show floor exposure. Um so all these things, crazy things happening. And then this article is mainly about how not only that, but what happens when all these companies that have been for years doing press conferences at E3 realize, oh, we could all do this from home through a Twitch stream and announce all this stuff. Like, I don't know. That just seems like a pretty uh, bad omen for the future of E3. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that the coronavirus is touching all facets of life and video yeah. games and even video yeah. game industry is not being not affected. I mean, they're, they're something one of the is, major Something as stupid are, as video games. Because it's one of those things where like sure. we, we understand, like I know we've been talking about coronavirus a lot and it's one of those things like video games are just stupid little things that don't really matter. So in, in the grand scheme of things, how it's affecting video games doesn't matter because it's affecting the world on a much more serious level. But I think the reason I, I like to keep talking about it is because, I mean, it's, to me, it's just crazy. Like, I, yeah, that it would affect something as dumb as video games, but something is, you know, 
that's a lot of money. That's a huge hit on like economy and like what happened. Yeah. What happens if E3 like disappears here? Like, isn't that crazy? So many different large events have been canceled and we keep hearing new ones every day. And just earlier today. South by Southwest and all these conferences for video games stuff. UFC recently said that they're still going to hold their fights. Movie uh, theaters. Movies are getting delayed or straight up canceled. Or or being given digitally. That's another thing. WWE just announced shortly before we started the podcast today um, they announced that their biggest event of the year, their Super Bowl of Wrestling, WrestleMania, that takes place on April 5th, instead of being in front of 70,000 people um, in in Tampa, and that brings $100 million plus revenue to the Tampa area, instead of that, they're actually going to do it at their performance center in front of no audience because they still want to carry the show on and provide entertainment for people who are stuck at home. I mean, it's affecting yeah. everybody. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, with with this E3 announcement though, like, hey, we are canceling for this year, not even just postponing, like GDC postponed. Granted, I don't think that's actually gonna happen. Like GDC is so small, like they're on such a shoestring budget. I feel <laughs> like they kind of might be screwed to even be able to come back later. Mm-hmm. But uh, with E3 shutting down, uh, a lot of publishers are coming out and yeah, they're talking about um, doing their own things. So here's some of the companies so far that have mentioned they're going to do their own digital events. So Phil Spencer from Xbox, uh, E3 has always been an important moment for Team Xbox given this decision this year. We'll celebrate the next generation of gaming with the Xbox community and all those who love to play via an Xbox digital event. Details and timing are coming in the coming weeks. Uh, Ubisoft came out and said that uh, they are exploring other options for digital experience that will allow us to share all the exciting news we have planned. Stay tuned for more. EA came out uh, and says they are, uh, they will uh, clearly the situation is evolving uh, day uh, by the day, and we've been reviewing how it will change our plans for EA Play 2020. So they're even talking about, you know, they're going to come out with details soon. Devolver Digital is talking about uh, doing a direct live stream uh, THQ Nordic even said um, they're looking at things. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy. I think even Square Enix came out talked about. So all the all the big names who normally have their own conferences are coming out and saying, "Hey, we're doing something." Like I think Nintendo came out at one point too. Like I mean, their thing is always digital. I don't think they really have a like a main thing there, anyways. So I know they're not they're not completely interconnected, but. But being that it's about the coronavirus and what's happening with E3, we have two new generations of consoles coming out this year at the end of the year. What do you think this is going to do to that? I mean, yes, it's it's only springtime, but you've got to imagine that those systems need to start being created and put together and manufactured. And this would be the time when that's happening. Yeah. So do you think that that's going to affect when – because they're, they're looking at holiday – of 2020 for both of these systems coming out, you think it's going to affect the the time when those systems come out? You think, are they going to get pushed back in your opinion? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I've already seen tweets online, nothing solid from any um, game publishers, but there's a lot of uh, journalists who are kind of hinting at different things that even games might start getting delayed. So the, people are like the ones that are coming out the end of March and April and even like the beginning of May, are probably okay. Please, Last of Us 2. Well, see, Last of Us 2 is just outside that window, but people are talking about like, hey, at this, because they're still working on it, the game hasn't gone gold yet, which when it's gone gold, then you can almost guarantee it's coming out. But so they're saying like, okay, so the, basically April and the end of March here, 
games are probably good. They're coming out. But even like, yeah, the end of May, so Last of Us 2 and some of like Cyberpunk, all these other games, they could start getting delayed. And if that's the case for games, I can't imagine for consoles when there's still so much research and development going on. And then, yeah, like you said, manufacturing, the virus started in China where a lot of these, uh, at least was first founded in China. Um, a lot of the peripherals and pieces and parts for these consoles are all made there. So, and they've, those factories have been shut down for months now, like a yeah. couple, couple months. Uh, so I, as sad as it is to say, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if either the console, I think last resort would, it, it would get can, uh, not canceled, postponed or delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what they might try to do though is if, um, because I think they want to hold, they've announced the holiday release date. I think they want to hold to it. So if it's something where in the next like month or two, the coronavirus kind of tapers off and we're good to go, I think it'll still come out. But what'll happen is it's going to be extremely limited um, numbers of them. So it's going to be impossible to get your hands on one basically like people it's going to be like when the ps have the nintendo classic like when the Wii or the classic or like when the Wii came out or even like i remember uh the 360 and ps3 stuff like that like there's all these shortages so people were buying them and reselling them for crazy profits um but i think the coronavirus is still affecting the world longer than two months so like three four five months i think at that point that's when it gets delayed to like Yep, sorry, new consoles aren't coming until 2021, which would be crazy. But it all depends on how soon we can kind of get things under control. Because at this yeah. point, at this point, I think at mo- at worst, it'll just be hard to get your hands on one. It'll just be limited supply. It already seems to be under control in China. It seems like they've they have tapered off the now that especially as the weather's going to start getting warmer, it should be dying off. There's when it's cold, that's yeah. when people are sharing it a whole lot more. I don't know. We'll see. I mean unfortunately though like we don't have any sort of cure at this point like it's it's only tapering off because of this incredibly strict isolation quarantine that's you know uh what do you what am i trying to say like uh, strategies that are going into to play all around the world um but again like that could flare right back up again if everyone's like oh cool we're good to go everyone go back outside then the next thing you know we're just back at where we were Mm -hmm. like a month ago um, at least in China, where was China was a month ago. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm no doctor, so I don't really feel qualified to keep talking about you sure? coronavirus you specifically. You look like but... it with that mustache, buddy. You look like a sweet doctor yeah. of love. You know what I mean? No, please. I'm just saying. Let's just start calling you that from now on. <laughs> scared of the doctor of love, but you got to keep the stash, though. No, never. Um, so, yeah, with, uh, with E3, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, I think all the game companies are going to be fine for the most part, other than, again, like I mentioned, some of those indie developers who's yeah. not going to be able to make those deals and meet people and show off their game. But for the big companies, we're still going to get some cool press conferences, and I think it'd be really cool to still, like, you know, to be able to talk about them and maybe even do live reactions and stuff. But I, I'm worried about E3. Like, yeah, again, like if companies are like, oh, shoot, we didn't need E3 this last year. Why would we need them this year kind of thing? Like next year... Maybe that's the end of E3. <laughs> That'd be a real shame because I know we look forward to it every year and I know we were really hoping to be able to go. One year, yeah. And, and go, you know, watch it. Not this year, but we were hoping to be able to go at some point. And uh, yeah. I'd still like that to be something that we can look forward to. 
Maybe one day, but until then, we'll just have to be happy with uh, this new Horizon Zero Dawn port coming to PC. Uh, this is from uh, Joe Scarbles over at IGN. Uh, you like that little transition there? I did. You're That's very kinda... good. You're very well practiced. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, where'd you get that from?" <laughs> uh, I've learned a. I've learned a lot. You know, I'm, I'm know. a very well, wise yeah. man. Thank you, buddy. Wait, you're talking about your dad, huh? I hate you so much. Right? I was just talking about general life experience, okay, but well, you yeah, said a wise man. my dad, my so dad's pretty. Me for a moment, I or... said I'm a very wise man. Oh, I thought you said I learned it from a very wise man. No, no, no. I, t- I took it as you're talking about me. No, definitely not. Um, a PC version of Horizon Zero Dawn has been confirmed after months of rumors. In an interview with PlayStation Blog, head of <clears throat> PlayStation Worldwide Studios and ex-managing director of Guerrilla Games, Herman Holst, announced the news. Yes, I can confirm that Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC this summer. There will be more information coming from Gorilla from the new studio directors, Michael Vanderloo, I think it's Hyper Liu, Liu, maybe, JB Van Beek and Angie Smets pretty soon. We first heard about PC Port in January when anonymous sources said it, it would be the first exclusive game from, from a Sony first party developer to make the jump. Um, so yeah, that's basically the gist of uh, oh, then there's, I forgot these other statements from Herm, Herman Hulse there. I think it's important that we stay open to new ideas of how to introduce more people to PlayStation and show people maybe what they're been missing out on. And to maybe, he uses the word maybe a lot, and to maybe put a few minds at ease, releasing one first party AAA title to PC doesn't necessarily mean that every game now will come to PC. In my mind, Horizon Zero Dawn was just a great fit in this particular instance. We don't have plans for day and date PC releases and we remain 100% committed to dedicated hardware. So just a little, um, you know, put all you uh, Sony extremist uh, at ease that not all, like these games aren't, aren't coming to PC. No, not to listen to our yeah, pod. Yeah. Everyone's Xbox fans, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. But no, I immediately after this interview went live, I saw on Twitter this guy posted. I didn't, I don't know the guy, but everyone was sharing it and just like basically like talking about how stupid this guy is. But someone on Twitter tagged Herman Holst and PlayStation and Guerrilla Games and all these people and was just like, like what a terrible way to spend my birthday hearing this news and blah, 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 blah. Like he was like ranting and raving in, in, in the, the, the tweet. And then he attached a video of him like scanning his office and he literally like... This, it was just the aftermath. He didn't show it happening, but it shows like his PS4 is like on the ground. Like he chucked it across the room. It was all smashed to pieces. His monitor was, his desk was flipped over. Like the guy, this person literally threw a temper tantrum at the news of Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC because he was all pissed off because, you know, what's the point of having PlayStation exclusives when they're not exclusive anymore? Like that's why I buy it on PS4, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I... I thought I was a pretty huge like yeah, Sony Sony fanboy, but yeah, I, I guess not because I was actually stoked when I heard this. Cause, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, right. It, it it ends up opening up a new game that people who are traditionally Xbox gamers or are PC gamers mm-hmm. who've never played Sony games to an absolutely phenomenal exclusive Sony game. And it's going to entice them in. It's going to absolutely draw them in because it's a beautiful game. It's so well played. As a matter of fact, this is the game that I've been playing for a while. But unfortunately, my my PlayStation Now uh, account froze on me and my game is locked out at the moment. And I I was telling you, I don't want to pay. 
I don't want sixty pay. bucks for an entire year. I just that's, the pr- that's the price of a game. That's like going to buy a new game. Just don't have but you get right you now. get over eight hundred games. I need that money earmarked for Fortnite skins. So it's you so don't. Dip- that's a thing. What if you just told your son, "Hey, Daddy's buying a year of PlayStation now." He's bigger than me. <laughs> there's he's games on there's, he throws up on me when he's mad there's games on there that he would enjoy just be like hey check out one of these I'm sure you'll like one of these 800 plus games you know, on here you know what's funny is I pulled up a Phineas and Ferb game on the Playstation now and he's like that game's trash he loves Phineas and Ferb he played it for a little bit and he's like this game is the greatest game ever and it's like <laughs> a stupid platformer yeah. <laughs> and he loved it that's funny but yeah no I'm stoked about this because it's exposure to Playstation like Honestly, I think a lot of like, I don't know, in my mind, it's like, I don't think a lot of Xbox players, obviously they get what they want. Like they, they want that certain ecosystem and that's why they buy Xbox. So I don't fault them for that. But Mm I, sometimes I, I wonder like if they really realize what they're missing out on. Can we pull back the curtain on a conversation we had earlier today when we were, we were talking about. Maybe. I don't know. Thing. I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. I'm not going to make something up. <laughs> okay. I promise. Like I'm not going to throw you under the bus. No, earlier today I brought up to you the 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 whole purchasing an Xbox thing. Mm. So right now, Xbox One X is three hundred dollars for an Xbox One X. That's so inexpensive for a great system. And there is a a small part of me that's like, man. I should kind of just think about biting the bullet. The only thing that's keeping me from going for that, because I was like, you know, what's keeping us from looking at the X series? And Because I saw the specs and they're amazing. We'll be covering it later, but there's some really great specs. Mm-hmm. But I feel like where Sony has me is in those gripping stories that the exclusive games, similar to Horizon Zero Dawn, that I don't see come out of the Xbox camp. Mm -hmm. And I just, uh, Sony constantly delivers. Sometimes they fail, (laughs) but most of the time they really deliver on those great games. And so that's the only thing that's keeping me from the Xbox. But I I do see the benefit that Xbox seems to be the more social platform. That, that, That seems to be where everybody is really gathering and playing a lot of the multiplayer games. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's yeah. I'm Xbox is a great platform, but yeah, it just I don't know. It'll be interesting when this comes out. When um, and obviously this isn't coming to Xbox, so sorry Xbox players. But a lot of Xbox players do kind of go yeah, back, go and, back forth. and forth. At least a lot of the ones I know go back mm-hmm. and forth between Xbox and PC. Like very honestly, I I feel like rarely is it are they just Xbox. You like to play hy- hypothetical games, Garrett? I like to play hypothetical games. Okay. Hypothetically, the X series comes out four hundred dollars, four hundred dollars for this brand new X series, and the PlayStation Five is six hundred. What do you choose in the next generation? I already know the answer, <laughs> but I'm curious if if you know the answer. Uh, I know what you'll choose. I definitely stick with PlayStation. Absolutely, isn't that funny? That even given something <laughs> like that, you don't want to see a chasm in price like that, obviously, no. because that won't be an easy choice for everyone. It really won't, because most of the time, <clears throat> especially right now, people are going to be frugal. They're going to okay. Where's where's the deal? You know, just Game Pass is a great deal. So yeah. you, you know, you're, well, I can always the cheaper console and go for Game Pass or whatever. But 
I mean, isn't it funny that like you would look at it and go, $200 more. I'd still go with the Sony. And I honestly believe that's what you'd do. I yeah. know that I would as well. Because because there's just the content there to back it up. Again, like I could go cheaper and go with the Xbox and all a lot of the people I know and a lot of my friends are on there. So I'd be able to play with games with people. Mm-hmm. But I would honestly would have so much like FOMO and like mm-hmm. feel so like depressed, but to not be able to experience all the awesome like PS5 exclusive games. And because there's actually an article, I didn't, we're not going to talk about it today, but PlayStation talked like, put out a statement saying like, yeah, we are going to focus on those single player experiences for PS5. That's going to be continue to be in our DNA. That's our thing. And yeah, so I was just like, I would hate to miss out on those incredible stories. And I and I, I read that article too. And and I think that that article kind of lays out the way that, that Sony players, at least in you and me, versus a lot of Xbox players, how, how they play games. So one of the things that we spoke with recently on on a uh, on our Discord, if you can go check us out on Super Gamer Boys Discord, is uh, somebody was talking about how they liked. I think it was Kajoma was talking about how he likes to socialize with his friends, uh, a la like a couch co op, mm-hmm. by playing multiplayer games online. And I come from a totally different perspective. It was so neat to hear Kajoma's uh, perspective on that because I'm an older dude who I work in a very social environment where I speak with people all day long and I talk a whole lot. And by the end of the day, I'm tired of entertaining people. I'm tired of talking to people. I don't even want to see my, my yeah. family. I just want to <laughs> you know, put just, my, my right. headset on and turn on the PlayStation. Like, and just, get lost in an awesome yeah. story, you know? And yeah. so that's, I just, I want to be entertained and, <laughs> and challenged through the, through this awesome storytelling and see cool vistas and travel to places I would never see with my own eyes, you know? Yeah. And, and so the idea of playing with other people, it sounds fun, but I'm like, ah, I already do all of my socializing before I get home. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm kind of done socializing. So it's just an interesting way that we'd look at games differently. Yeah. Some interesting perspectives, but yeah. So I, I'm excited that this is coming to PC um, because yeah, like I was saying, I was mid sentence when you interrupted me, but Dude, uh, I love it when I do that. Um, a lot of people I know who yeah, play on Xbox also, I feel like go back and forth between PC. So I think this will be some cool crossover for some of them to realize like, Hey, PlayStation has some cool stuff. Um, and I mean, you guys are getting, you know, PC is getting Death Stranding in June. Like that's already been announced. So you're getting two PlayStation exclusives. Uh, one, well, one of them is an actual place like Sony first party game, uh, Death Stranding or not Death Stranding, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Death Stranding isn't technically a PlayStation, um, you know, first party game, but it basically is like they bankrolled most of it. Like that's why they, you know, they got the exclusivity for so long. Um, but yeah, just to, uh, kind of hound on uh, Xbox a little bit longer here. Um, <laughs> this next news article, uh, Call of Duty Warzone is free on PC and PS4, but not on Xbox one. Mm. Uh, so this is really just, there's not much to this article other than, and it's really just all about semantics and really technical, like, okay, yeah, I, I see what's going on here. Um, on PC and PS4. You don't have to have any sort of online subscription to play it. You can just download it and play it. On Xbox One, you have to have an Xbox Live Gold subscription in order to play the game online, which it's an online-only game, so you need to have it. Um, you can download it on your console, but you go to fire it up, can't even play it. And I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting thing. Like I said, this is totally just to like, you know, take a jab at Xbox 
people because I know we have a lot of Xbox fans who listen to this show. So this one's for you. Um, and I just, if anything, like I was just kind of shocked by that. And I'm curious, like, do you think that's something they change? Because it seems kind of ridiculous. Like I know on PS4, you can play Fortnite without an online subscription. You don't have to have an online to play Fortnite. You don't have to have one to do Warzone. You don't have to have one to like all these free to play games. Yeah. Apex you don't. You don't. Free on, you don't. On PlayStation yeah. You don't. Like you don't have to have an online subscription. Online subscriptions only necessary for, like, if you want to play the Division or Call of Duty, like the base, you know, multiplayer version of it and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't think it's going to last. I think it's going to be a temporary thing, especially if Xbox uh, fans, if they start revolting, complaining enough, um, you'd be surprised. Anytime that they feel like their bottom line is going to get messed with. Uh, they will quickly like back down and like, oh, we want to make you happy. Yeah, it's just interesting because that's like their whole mantra is like, we're we're for the gamers now. Like we're here, to, like we're to take care of you. You know, sweet mm-hmm. sweet little babies. Um, and and just, then, but it will be crossplay though. It already well, is. Okay, great. yeah, yeah, that's no. Fantastic. War Warzone's crossplay. Have you played with any anybody yet? I know you had talked with one of our listeners about. about yeah. So, okay. uh, well. And the Discord, every time I talk about it, and it's just crickets. Like the other day, twice I think, there's been there's a couple days where I was like, hey, I'm playing right now. If anyone wants to play, no one. For a Sunday, I think it, it was Saturday or Sunday. I think it was Saturday actually maybe. I sent a message on the Discord. Hey, anyone want to play? Nothing, crickets. Uh, except for Derek. Derek's the only one who's played with me. And I'll talk about what you've been playing. But uh, just a little quick, you know, you know, a little teaser. Uh, I'm really liking it. It's wow. a lot of fun. But And it's based off of the uh, the Modern Warfare. This is the multiplayer version of the Modern Warfare game that they just Well, played. there's already multiplayer in Modern Warfare. This is just this is just the Battle Royale. Oh, okay. But it's so but you don't have to have Modern Warfare in order to get Warzone. Mm-hmm. Like anyone can download Warzone, but it's based off of like the Modern Warfare engine and all the weapons and stuff like that. Like technically, when you like in order for me to play Warzone, because I bought um Call of Duty Modern Warfare on a disc, I have to pop the disc in, which sucks because I wish I could just oh. like play without it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if there's any way to fix that unless I completely delete everything off my hard drive and re-download it and purchase it and all this junk. So, um, but yeah, uh, if you like download, if you were to download it because you don't own Modern Warfare, right. you know, yeah, you, it would just download just the Battle Royale version of it and it's pretty sweet. But uh, yeah, so that's that's that. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Why is Xbox, you know, make you have Xbox Live Gold? Um, doesn't make sense. Um, I'm going to jump around the news stories here. Let's stick on the Xbox train here. Today, uh, this comes from IGN. Go go search for this. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But this is by Joe Scrubbles over at IGN. Xbox Series X, full specs revealed. Um, so IGN has a great write-up. And then also Digital Foundry on YouTube. If you go to their page, they also have a full like 20-minute long video. Literally just all of like the most detailed driest information you want to know about the xbox it's technical information that like you you won't understand but what you do and it's not really necessary or pertinent to how well it's going to play right but some of the things we learned from it we did learn three things that i wanted to touch on the first thing that there is a mysterious port in the back of the console. And we saw those pictures a couple months ago. I was like, hmm, what's that little rectangle plug? A lot of people thought, oh, maybe it's just for like the dev kit or something. Like maybe, you know, that's the diagnostic port, you know, and maybe the, the, the model that goes out to the public won't have that. Like it'll just be flat or whatever. Well, that's not the case. That port is actually uh, basically a, a giant memory card slot. 
So Microsoft, and this is in the Digital Foundry video, they have these memory cards that are about I don't know, like an inch and a half long, about an inch, inch and a half wide, like little rectangle things um, that will slide in the back of your Xbox in that slot. And it's a little memory card, but it's like a solid state drive memory card, which is like super fast. That's that's like the hard drives that are inside the Xbox One uh, Series X or not an X, Xbox Series X are going to be solid state drives. Um, and basically it's just like super fast flash memory, so that, which allows you to load games very quickly and all that type of stuff. Um, and when I heard that they were going to make a proprietary external memory card, a la PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 era, I was like, what the heck is this? Like that, that just seems so backwards to me. So like opposite of what xbox is going for again with the whole like hey this is for the gamers we're going to make everything easy and accessible blah 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 but well, they're going to make money on selling proprietary that's the thing <laughs> they're going to make bank on this because you think about like i can go to amazon right now and buy uh a little uh one terabyte solid state drive like for a laptop for 80 to 90 bucks for a cheaper one uh I guarantee, and this is even smaller, even more compact, and like it's supposed to have its own little processor, all this stuff in there. I would not be surprised if that thing's like two hundred fifty bucks, mm. three hundred bucks. Like seriously, like I, I could, they could charge whatever the heck they want because it's a little proprietary memory card that you have to have if you want to add external. Now you don't. So you can't. You, have so a hard drive so I guess I, I misspoke a little bit there. You can still use external hard drives, but you can't. From what I understood from the video. It won't let you install games if you use USB. It's more just for, you can install games on it, but if you want to play that game, it makes you transfer. <laughs> it's really confusing. It won't, it'll let you install games on there, but you can't play games off there, if that makes sense. No. <laughs> so basically, if, so uh, say I have Halo, my the hard drive on my console is completely full. And... You know, and it has like, I have like, you know, 15 games on there or whatever, because games are going to be massive. Like the file sizes are just going to get even bigger and yeah. bigger. So I have like 10, maybe 10 games on this, on, on my main console hard drive. I have my little memory card. Not even, no, never mind. I have my plug-in USB hard drive. Plug that in. I can install like, let's say, Halo Infinite on this external hard drive. But because it's not, you know, up to their standard of... Um, the solid state drive with the speed and how quickly and everything, it won't let you play it off there. What you'll have to do is you'll literally have to either delete something or transfer something on your hard drive to the external. And then, you know, if you want to play that game, you'll transfer it over in order to play it. So you, you can't just like click play and if it's on your external hard drive, it'll let you play it basically. I know it, it sounds confusing. It's convoluted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's convoluted. Like yeah. you should just be able to like plug in a hard drive and play whatever games you have installed in there. But yeah. now if you have it digital on there, like no, it, because because they there's a certain standard, a certain bar they want to hit. Like when you jump into the game, they want that game to load in 10 seconds, not a minute and a half, which that's the second point of this thing. It's going to be talking about load times. But with using an ex <laughs> external hard drive, it's, it all depends on what kind of hard drive you buy. If you buy a solid state, okay, you're going to get a little bit faster speed. It's not as fast, though, because USB slows it down. USB isn't as fast as a straight port right in the back of the yeah. Xbox, stuff like that. So it's all quality control. That's the reason they're doing it. They want to make sure when you play a game on there, it's the best experience no matter what. But I just think it's dirty 
when they're char- going to be able to charge like 200 bucks, 250 bucks for a memory card. Yeah. Let's hope they don't do that. Obviously, that won't happen with PlayStation 5. <laughs> I guarantee you it will. I guarantee you it will. <laughs> right. Um, so, so point two, uh, from this article was, yeah, load times. There's actually a video on this IGN, um, article that shows on the left, it's an Xbox one X playing. I think it's uh, I don't know what game wasteland two or something like that. A three on the right. It's a series X. They both hit start at the same time. And the loading screen on the right, literally within, I think it's like less than 10 seconds, boom, they're in the game, which is, Wasteland is a huge, huge, or maybe State of Decay, after one of those two. It's a huge, huge, huge open world game. Loads the whole world in like nine seconds, 10 seconds. The one on the on the left, the Xbox One X, it's up there for like a minute. I don't know, maybe even a little more. Like it a, was full on a minute after yeah. it was it was a and it, show, it shows the console on the right like the guys walking around and playing and doing missions and stuff like that and the console on the left is like still, still loading. loading it's like holy yeah. cow yeah so. it's 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 a huge difference where it's very noticeable like wow those load times like imagine you, jumping into like red dead 2 yeah you play like a red dead 2 and you and you you see that load screen happening sometimes for a couple of minutes oh yeah i've i even my ps4 pro i got stuck on that for mm-hmm. I think I was, it was like three or four minutes one time. I went. I was able to go to the bathroom, wash my hands, go get a drink from the kitchen, come back, sit down, check Twitter, and then finally the game come on. Like that's mm. Red Dead's horrible, but imagine on the next gen consoles how quickly. I don't know. Yeah, be careful about saying Red Dead's horrible. It's still the most amazing. Game I was talking of about the low time. times. I was talking about the low times. Okay, it is pretty. It's the greatest game pretty of all time. Pretty crappy game, but happened. you know. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty dang cool. Like, I'm excited about that. If that's what we can expect from PS5 as well, like, I'm stoked. Oh, PS5 will be like instantaneous. Well, they they already so back in uh, they got the exact they same they they did a demo right? did a demo last year. Um, with they they didn't release it to the public, but to privately to some some people, some news outlets, they showed them a video of like you know PS4 loading Spider Man, and then PS5 loading spider-man and it was just like boom like yeah. crazy fast um so yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see uh what uh what comes next oh and then the last thing here we go here's that jab at xbox i gotta get one last swing in there before we finish up here um the xbox series x controller features a usb port but AA batteries make a return. This comes from Windows Central by Matt Brown over there. I really just wanted to point out, like, Xbox, what are you doing over there? Why are you still using AA batteries? Guys, I just want to point out that it's Garrett that's saying all the hateful Xbox <laughs> stuff. I love all my Xbox fans. It's really cool. Like, my, you, my, my mustachio my PS3. Garrett is a jerk. <laughs> my PS3. My PS3 had, like, a built-in rechargeable battery. My PS4 did. I never had issues with batteries dying. It works great. I still get like super long battery life. And here you are still having to go to Walmart and buy your double A Duracell. I will like, say when I, when I saw that part of the article, <laughs> I tripped out because it does seem so archaic that they're still using double A batteries. Right. And why not just have a rechargeable battery? It doesn't make a lot of sense. You've put all this money, all this effort, all this energy into this amazing new system. Yeah. In the X series. And then you're going to make sure that the, the controller has and, and, and I know, and I know, I know, I know, I know. You're all gonna say, "Well, Garrett, actually, there is a rechargeable battery pack you can buy for the controller, and then it will charge through the USB port, and you don't have to buy double A's." And what I say to you is, yeah. 
they got you. Like they'd probably, you, that's probably cost like what? 50, that's probably, it's the price of a controller for this stupid little battery. And they, they do have on the back of the, the controller, the USB-C uh, plug, the port. Yeah, that's that. what I said. So, yeah, so, so oh. they will be able to plug it in. But I think you missed my point. I did miss your point. With, play, really with, with PlayStation, the rechargeable battery is built in. With Xbox, you can buy a rechargeable battery pack, but again, it's the price of another controller. So if you want a controller, actually, I don't know. I haven't fact-checked that. I could be wrong on the price of it. But I, either way, they're getting money from you that PlayStation isn't getting from you. PlayStation just gives you a rechargeable controller where Xbox sells, sells you a $70 controller and then is like, oh, plus it's another, okay, maybe it's only like 30 or 40 bucks for this rechargeable battery that pack that goes more in the back. To- to build it in the way that, that Sony does it? Do you think it's that much more expensive? No, that- no, no, no. I don't know why they're doing it. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. The only thing I think of is just the only way it makes sense, the only way I can justify it in my mind is it's uh, just to make it more, I don't know if this is the right word I'm thinking of, but like just accessible to people. If that makes any sense, like, hey, like any Joe Schmo can pull out AA batteries. Like everyone has it. And then if you really want a rechargeable battery pack, then you can buy it. But like everyone has, but at the same time, like that doesn't make sense because if, if you have the cable, then you just plug it in and charge it. You don't, you don't need batteries. Like, I don't know. Like it doesn't make sense. And as somebody who's messed with quite a bit of stuff that has batteries in them. No one ever has batteries. That's the other thing. You run out. You always one, need, you one need them. One works and one doesn't. You and... always need a battery and you're like, where are the batteries? Oh, we used them up on the remote like two months ago. Why didn't we buy more? Because we didn't need them. You're constantly dumping <laughs> money into trying to like, you know, get new batteries and, you know, replenish and replace and wait, yeah. is that one a good one or is it a bad one? I don't know. We've got to try it, you know? Yeah. It's just a pain in the butt. Just, just give us, Just on, put the darn, on, just put on, the Xbox. battery pack in there, folks. Come on, Xbox. Uh, that's the end of my Xbox 8. I expect lots of tweets and lots of messages on the Discord after that one. Um, so this last news story here, uh, this comes from uh, a real, real sketchy site. Uh, but it was featured on other news sites, but this is just the one I was able to find at a quick Google here. <laughs> this is from Jack of All Controllers. It uh, doesn't even have a an author. So, so we have oh, not right vetted here. this. We don't know if this is accurate. I, no, I, like I said, it's it's been featured on other news sites. Mm. I just, in the heat of the moment, because I Googled it like two minutes before we started recording, this is the first one I found because um, a buddy of mine shared it on Twitter. But I saw that other people have talked about it too. Ryan Baez over at Jack of All Controllers. Sources plus report. Sony has two Silent Hill and, okay, so this is it doesn't say this in the title. This is all rumors at this point, but the sources that they're getting these rumors from are were in the past pretty dang spot on and reliable. So people are th- people feel like there's something here, but at the same time, I'm also going to say before I even get in the article, this sounds way too good to be true. So I honestly think this is probably a bunch of BS, but like I said, like the source who's saying this was right in the past, so you never know. Sony has two Silent Hill titles in development, Silent Hill Reboot at Japan Studio and Silent Hills at Kojima Productions. So, boom, that just blew all your minds. Uh, all of you guys who know anything about the Silent Hills thing and Kojima, how, how Kojima was originally working on Silent Hills at Konami, like that would be bizarre if he's now working on it at Kojima Productions, but here's how the story goes down. Um, here's the original story. Sony Interactive Entertainment is working on a pair of Silent Hills titles, according to Rely on Horror. 
which is a, another news site. Konami and Sony Interactive Entertainment are working together on these projects with a development process looking like this. Silent Hill, the original PS1 title, will be rebooted by Japan Studios Project Siren, the developers behind Siren and Gravity Rush. And Silent Hills, uh, with an S at the end there, uh, will be uh, made by Kojima Productions, the original developers of the canceled PS4 exclusive, which is ironic. Like, yeah, they were they originally worked on it back in the day, mm-hmm. and then got you know Kojima got you know left the company, and so it'd be really ironic for him to end up work on it again. But we'll see. Uh, the report states that Silent Hill has been in development for around a year now, and that Keiichiro uh, uh, Toyama and Akira Yamaoka will return to the project. As for Silent Hills, the Hideo Kojima-directed horror title starring Norman Reedus has apparently resumed talks between both Konami and the PlayStation giant, and they are looking to be all ready to go. Jack of all controllers' own sources close to Sony has also confirmed to us that Konami is actually open to making Silent Hills restart development, so it's likely to happen. Both games will end up being exclusive to PS5, though. Details are just as scarce as Reliant Horrors, so we aren't really able to add more details besides yes to our knowledge. Uh as well these games are happening so that's the was original story and then this came out of nowhere update an apparent employee from konami back in january on 4chan and then it says stick with me here folks i'll explain later why this is being reported on (laughs) says that sony wants to buy silent hill castlevania and metal gear from konami and have hideo kojima involved in both metal gear and silent hill Castlevania will apparently receive a full-on reboot at Japan Studio in the style of Bloodborne and Castlevania Lords of Shadows. Just to tell you how much Sony cares, unlike Konami, the Castlevania Requiem Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood PS4 ports were done by Sony and Interactive Entertainment's own studios. That should tell you that they are passionate enough to try and get the IP. Now, why are we reporting on 4chan post? Since this information is lining up with information heard from both Reliant Horror and later verified on our end from our own sources, this news dump seems to be actually valid. We anticipate hearing word on this in a post-PS5 reveal world. We're not obviously saying that this is going to happen, but it seems like they're actually trying to give these IPs another chance at prospering. And I really wanted to read that last sentence because, yeah, we are not saying this is going to happen, but it seems really likely that ps5 cares about this and wants this to thrive yeah so with all that to say it's a bunch of crazy 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 rumors but i gotta tell you when i saw that headline about well first silent hills and then with the updated headline about metal gear i literally oh, yeah. like the little boy inside of gear started, was not now. Not like, now. <laughs> like you know just shaking in the seat like i thought i was gonna like, take off like a rocket out the <laughs> sky like blow through my roof just like with the excitement just like yes yeah, when you first started telling me about it earlier today you were telling me about this and you talked to me like a like an eight-year-old who ate too much cake at a birthday party <laughs> you literally that you I, I, i'm like slow down slow down breathe can you really? imagine though? Imagine because oh, right now Konami, amazing. Konami is just sitting on these IPs. They have Metal Gear, mm-hmm. they have Castlevania, they have Silent Hill, um, they have Contra, and they're just chilling over there making yeah. their uh, 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 what is it, pachinko machines? Is that what they're called? A little like ding, 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 ding. Like yes. you drop the whatever, and like that's all they do. That's all they make right now. Yeah. Um, and it's such a waste. Like they're using those IPs. Like they're making Metal Gear Pachinko machines, and they're making Castlevania. And it's like, and why not? Can, why not just make a real game? They can still do that. But but imagine if they were able to license out all the stuff to Sony directly. Yeah, and, and Sony be able to utilize Kojima Productions 
to get those Silent Hill games going, to get Metal Gear Solid games going. Yeah, and that's you don't say it like that. What? You don't know what you're missing out. You say like it's garbage what? game. I never said what. Why? Hear it. I'm not gonna lie. Is like, that mustache messing up your hearing? I'm honestly like offended. Like I really like that. Actually hurt me a lot oh, when you said it like on. that. <laughs> I love. I love. Uh, Metal whatever. I really, I, yeah, I, I, just, I, I want you to apologize. I won't move on with the show until you apologize. Apologize to to me, to you for for the state for the way you said Metal Gear. <laughs> I'm sorry that I said Metal Gear Solid like I had crap in my mouth. And it tasted really, really bad. Sorry. Okay, I, I'm genuinely, I, wholly sorry that I besmirched the good name of Snake. Pimple skin and Metal Gear Solid. Metal okay. Gear Solid. <laughs> Is that better? You excited now? I just don't want you to ever say the name again. That's the other stipulation. Now I'll never talk about it again. So oh, I guess we're never doing a Metal Gear story. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, you don't understand. Like, that's. I am Metal Gear. Like, <laughs> oh, that's like my be- my entire being, my entire persona is based around that. So when you when you make fun of Metal Gear, that's like, like I'm making fun of you. That's like stabbing. Like I I literally had like ugh, like oh, it was hard to breathe there for a second. I felt like someone stabbed a dagger right under the. You need two things sternum. right now. You need therapy, and you need like a sweet hug, dude. You want to come in? Don't right now? touch me. You probably Shirts have cor- are optional, buddy. Probably have coronavirus or something. You know uh, it. Shirts are optional. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is all completely speculative rumor, but man, am I hyped if this is even slightly possible, even just for Silent Hills. Silent Hill game, the, the first one, one of the best games I've for ever PS1. played. For PS1, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just love so it. So imagine, imagine a remake of that on top of a new one from mm-hmm. Hideo Kojima. Based off of like the PT demo we did, like that would be yeah. Especially if so they did crazy. like like you're saying a reboot. So if they did what what was done with the Resident Evil game, which I think is the idea. I think that's that'd that's be amazing. Just strip it down to bare bones and build up, retell a story with just, just like upgraded yeah. gameplay and graphics. Like yeah, it would be amazing. Be amazing. It would be absolutely amazing. Be crazy. It probably would make absolutely no sense because you know Hideo Kojima, no sense whatsoever. Well, no, he wouldn't work on Silent Hill. He's working on Silent Hills. Silent Hill reboot. Oh, that would be the sequel. That'd be the new well, sequel or whatever. I don't. They haven't announced whether it's going to be a sequel or if it's like its own series or something. It's oh, going to okay. be separate. But no. So Silent Hill was being made by Japan Studios, which is a company that makes. I don't know. Let me look it up here and give you a couple names. Um, studios. Uh, they have made Patapon, Gravity Rush, Alaska Guardian, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Knack. Um, Ape Escape, Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, whole, they've made a lot of games. Shadow of the Colossus, okay. Yeah. Um, they made a lot of games. Demon Souls. Uh, yeah, they have lots of games. You get the point. A lot of older games. Honestly, they haven't really made anything recently, which is interesting. Um, other than, uh. You know, the Shadow of Colossus remake, I think they worked alongside the company with that. But, yeah, we will see. I'm excited. Very cool. Um, let's uh, talk about some new releases from this last week. Uh, so first on the list, we have Neo 2 on PlayStation 4, March 13th. Uh, MLB The Show 20 uh, on PlayStation 4. And then RBI Baseball 20 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, iOS, and Android. They both come out on 17th. 
And then The Division 2 comes out on Stadia on March 17th. So there's that. Yeah. Stadia is getting something, I guess. That's good for them. <laughs> a, a year old game, something that came out last year, finally coming to Stadia. I feel good so bad that we have turned so viciously against Stadia. Where I mean, it's we were, bad. Where like, we were a year ago, though, in our hopes for it and our desires for yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it was bad already, like just from the original news, like that came out about it. And then once I got to play it myself, I'm like, oh no, like it really is bad. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's when I really just totally just like, yeah, forget it, Stadia. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's sad. But uh, what you been playing this last week? Well, do you believe in second chances? Because I really don't. And here's okay. why. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. I gave a second chance to Days Gone. I, I borrowed Days Gone from you. Mm -hmm. And because before I felt like I played through the first little run and was so disappointed in the game that I didn't play anymore. Um, I had just rented it from a red box and only had it for a night or two. And um, I just was really sad that it was unfinished and that it was so crappy. Uh, so I thought, well, maybe maybe there's been patches. Maybe I just need to get a little further into the game. No, 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 <laughs> no. I tried. I tried desperately. I wanted desperately to love this game. And it has so much potential. But it's just such a clunky, janky game. It's not just that it's unfinished. It's that it's not fluid. I don't like the engine. Hmm. It feels very clunky and crappy. And I'm really sad that I went into it with such high expectations because by all accounts, the commercials made it look like an incredible game. All the trailers made it look great. But everything in the gameplay is a giant letdown. Hmm. And it's not a game that's worth playing. It's that bad. Man. Yeah. So I can't play any more of it. Unfortunately, that's crazy. Uh, as far as any other games that I've been playing, um, I have not been playing anything, but I did start watching a new show uh, with my wife that I am enjoying pretty much a lot is uh, The Colony, and that is on Netflix. And it's actually we like that show a lot. As, it's uh, as great. the guy from Lost, Lost yeah, <laughs> that's dude. So, yeah, Sawyer yeah, from yeah. Lost. That's yeah, what we yeah, always yeah. say. Every time we see him in anything, oh, it's Sawyer. Sawyer I don't yeah. know the actor's I name. Know <laughs> I didn't know it was Sawyer. I just remember the guy from the long haired, <laughs> yeah. the long haired, good yeah. looking dude. Ch from Lost. Judy and yeah. I love that show. We we're like halfway through season th three or four, whatever the newest one is. Like it's finally on Netflix, and so we're we're on season one right now. Okay. And season one and two are are great. Season it's three great. so far. That's why we're taking so long to get through it because it's like eh, tapers mm, off a little, a little bit. But one and two are incredible. Mm -hmm. Like definitely watch one and two. Mm -hmm. And then uh, this past week uh, on Sunday we had uh, everybody was sick, uh, obviously, but me and. Um, the family, I was flipping through the TV to see what was on Disney. I hadn't checked Disney Plus in a long time. And on Sunday, I noticed that Frozen 2 was on Yeah, there. they just put on over the weekend. And apparently they put it on there as a gift to the the people who watch because they figured everybody's stuck at home. Yeah. So they did it three months early. Um, I just happened to find it. I'm like, whoa, Frozen 2 on Disney? I said that out loud. My wife was like, what, really? And the kids got wind of it, and they were like, hey, you guys want to watch it? They're like, oh, my gosh. And even my oldest came out and watched it, and we all cuddled on the couch and watched Frozen 2 for a couple of hours. It was phenomenal. Yeah. I never even watched the whole Frozen 1. I saw 
pieces oh, and really? parts. <laughs> saw pieces and parts of the first one. But what a cute movie and so much fun. It was it was gorgeous. The songs are fantastic and everybody was so happy. And as a dad, to like look over and see your whole family just enjoying something together as a family. With our age differences with my kids and stuff, it's mm-hmm. a rarity. Mm-hmm. So it was a really special moment. So good on you, Disney Plus. Good on you. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so I have been playing... Oh, by the way, I looked up the game engine that they use for Days Gone, and it actually surprised me, because like Uncharted and Last of Us, mm-hmm. they use like a proprietary engine that's you know made by Naughty Dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Horizon Zero Dawn and De- Death Stranding use the Decima engine, which was made mm-hmm. by Guerrilla Games. Like right. Everyone has their own proprietary game engines that they use. And I just Googled what's the, what game engine did Days Gone use, and they just use Unreal Engine, which is like a free game engine that like I could download and make games in. So, which just seems so bizarre. Why, why would a first party studio owned by Sony not use, like not have their own proprietary engine that they use? Like why would they just use a free, you know, Unreal Engine that you can download off Google? Like, Dude, it... That just seems crazy. You know what it felt like, honestly? It felt like like PlayStation Network games, the the free PlayStation Network games that get put out. Mm -hmm. That's how it felt janky like that. Yeah. I'm even looking up Spider-Man. Spider-Man uses Insomniac's proprietary engine that was previously used for Sunset Overdrive and modified to support 4K and HDR resolution. Yeah. Mm. So everyone else has their own proprietary engine, and then Sony Bend, the studio up there in Oregon, just... It was like, yeah, we'll just use Unreal Engine, which is like, yeah, people make everything from phone games to PlayStation to Switch games to everything. That's that's just like a kind of a free catch-all game. Granted, there's lots of support because it's free. There's lots of cool stuff that's available to people, but I don't know. It just kind of blows my mind that they wouldn't have their own proprietary (laughs) engine that they use. Um, Okay, anyways, what I've been playing. Lots of Stardew Valley. I think I might have talked about it last week. Maybe I didn't. I, I'm i getting the itch because... So the same day Doom Eternal comes out, Animal Crossing New Horizons comes out. Um, which, honestly, I already have it pre-ordered and I'm more excited about that. I'd rather be doing a stream about Animal Crossing New Horizons. But I think more people would rather watch you know Zetch and I tear some demons apart than watch me like plant my garden and build my house in Animal Crossing. I don't 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 say that because a lot of people would love to watch you plant your okay. garden. Okay, well, um, <laughs> <laughs> what? So in in, in preparing, Did you take that in, a in, pre- way? in preparing for Stardew Va- or in preparing for Animal Crossing New Horizons, I've been playing Stardew Valley on the Switch. It's a game that came out I don't know, back in 2016 or something like that. It's on everything: PS4, Xbox, Switch, phones. I think even PC. Um, it's such a fun game. I'm super addicted to it. Like I've put so much time into just like cutting down trees and planting gardens and building relationships with people. Like you can actually like build relationships with people and like marry someone and have kids. I was, I was reading the wiki. <laughs> this was really funny. I was laying in bed last night and I was on 
the the uh, Stardew Valley wiki, and I was like, you know, laying next to Trudy. She's like asleep, basically. Her her eyes. She was awake, but her eyes were closed. She was trying to sleep, and I'm like, what? Did you? Are you kidding me? And she's like, what? I'm like, did you know that in Stardew Valley? And she doesn't care because she doesn't play the game. I'm like, did you know in Stardew Valley? you can get married and have kids. <laughs> and that's she's just, just like, crazy. no, that's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's the craziest thing. Like, I'm sure you'd be totally <laughs> happy with your new Stardew Valley wife. And she's just like, she just could not give a care in the world. But it was just so funny. She was just like, nah, I don't care. And I, I proceeded to read stuff to her. So, and she fell um, asleep. <laughs> like it was only a few moments it was later nice, that she was, it was snoring nice, yeah. and sawing logs. No, I wanted, I wanted to read something because it really made me laugh. Um, here we go. You can have children. This is from the wiki, stardewvalleywiki.com. You can have children only if you are married and have upgraded the farmhouse for the second time, which adds a nursery and an extra room. After you go to bed for the night, your spouse might ask, there's a one in 20 chance, if you want to have slash adopt a child. You can answer yes or not now. Uh, same gender couples will adopt children and opposite gender couples will have biological children. You can only have two children, one male and one female. The gender of the first child is random and the gender of the second child is the opposite of the first child. Children never grow up past the toddler stage. And I turn to Trudy, I'm like, that sounds like hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will have the option to acquire a second child only after the first child has grown to the toddler stage. Once children are able to walk, hats can be placed on their heads. <laughs> Oh my god! Like I was reading this to her. I'm like, this is the most bizarre, like night bedtime reading ever to remove a hat from a child's head, select another hat in inventory and click on the child. The new hat will be retained in inventory and the child's hat will be removed. Then I scrolled down a little bit. I, at first I thought I was done. I'm like, okay, well she doesn't really care about this. And then I saw this and I was like, no, I have to read this to, to my sweet wife. Did you keep waking her up to like inform her of she, new information? She, she opened her eyes at this point because she was like, this is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. And then I read, read this. There's a little category, there's different categories. There's biological children, adopted children, stages, blah, blah, blah. And there's a category that says dismissing children. <laughs> children can be dismissed late game by interacting with the dark shrine of selfishness inside the witch's hut. <laughs> by offering the shrine a prismatic shard, it will allow players to turn children into doves, making them leave the farm forever. Once dismissed, children are gone for good and cannot be returned. Note, however, that this will open up the possibility of your spouse asking if you want to have children again oh. after turning children into doves, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh my so basically, yeah, you can have kids and they only grow to the toddler stage. And if you get sick of them, you just sacrifice them on the altar and they turn into a dove and <laughs> you can just be childless again. Okay. Are you married in the game? Not yet. Not yet. I'm working on it though. You like it, you got to put a ring on it, right? I'm, I'm working on it. I'm just, I've only been there like I've just a couple been to a weeks. Couple of bars. I've only been there a couple of weeks. I'm still right. getting to know some of the people in sure, the town. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, Stardew Valley is a great game. I'm loving it. <laughs> I can't wait to, to have kids and then dismiss them. Uh, Quote unquote, dismiss them. Was this game put out by Hideo Kojima? Did he put this? No, together? this is actually this made by, crazy. Uh, I forget his name, but it's made by like one guy. Like mm -hmm. he just makes it as like an indie game. He made it by himself at his home, just in his free time, and released it. And <laughs> sitting in, in his basement, <laughs> surrounded by pictures of his mother. <laughs> You're horrible. I'm just saying that's what it sounds like. You, if she's like you know being like kind of a troll and asking you to like have children, and you can like turn them into doves. You just have to you know talk to the witch in the hut. I mean, come on, man. I also played Call of Duty Warzone, as mentioned previously in the episode. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, this game, so like I said, no one would answer me. No one wanted to play with me except for Derek. Good old Derek reached out and he's like, you know what, Garrett? I will play with you. Um, after a hundred gigabyte download, I think it's <laughs> massive. We were going to play like Thursday or Friday and we both like, how is it that much? I don't know, but he, he was downloading it. And then what happened is I downloaded it while I was at work during the day, but I didn't realize it wouldn't install until you turn on the PlayStation. So I got home and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to play. He's like, oh, I'm not ready yet. Maybe, you know, maybe in a little bit. He's like, you go on without me. So I turned it on and then I'm like, nope. I'm stuck installing and installed for like over an hour, just installing mm. everything, all the new updates and stuff. But this game is incredible. So there's actually two modes. There's just your standard battle royale mode. And then there's this other mode called plunder. Honestly, I did one or two matches in battle royale and I'm like, I get the gist of this. I don't really need battle royale in my life right now. I don't really care about battle royale. Mm. I have a lot of better things to do in my, my time. So I haven't played the Battle Royale, but the other mode is called Plunder. And what that is, is you can drop solo or with two of you, or you know you can do teams up to three, but one, two, or three people. Uh, me and Derek, we're just a two-man squad. You're dropped on the map with 100 other people. And the only goal of the game is to see who can make the most money in 30 minutes. Mm. When you die, you come back to life, you respond. So you're not just dead. Like in Battle Royale, when you die, you're you're dead. And plunder, you keep respawning. Every time you die, you respawn, you come in, you know, you parachute in, come in, whatever. Um, Excuse me. And then, uh, so you gain money by killing people. Like when you kill people, they drop stacks of cash and you run up to their body and collect all the cash. Um, you can get money by, uh, doing contracts, which there's different contracts. Like there's, um, you can do a, uh, there's a bounty contracts where all of a sudden you click the bounty and someone's username will pop up and they'll pop up on your map and you have to go hunt them down. Wow. But they know they're being hunted. Like they'll, like that happened a bunch of times when we were playing the other night on my screen, it'd be like, you're being hunted and it, it wouldn't tell you who, who was hunting you, but this, that you were being hunted. And it's the most terrifying thing. You just like get in the get in the truck and just start driving. Like just drive as fast as you. Let's drive like up and hide in the mountains. So like whatever you got to do. Can you see the other person that's coming after you on the map? No, you can't see them oh, on the radar. Wow. You just know you're being hunted. And wow. So you can gain money by doing uh, uh, yeah bounties. There's also like territory contracts, which means you have to go and like secure a location. So you know they give you a contract like oh go to this building and just basically stand in the building for 15 seconds until you fill the bar and then you quote unquote secure it. Um, and then you'll get like 80 grand in cash or whatever. Um, and then I'm trying to remember if there's more contracts. I think those are the two main contracts that they have. Um, but yeah, those are, that's kind of the main way you get money is either by killing people and then by doing the contracts. Um, if you die, you lose a big chunk of your money. Like I said, it falls on the ground and people can come steal it. Mm. If you want to secure your money so people can't, because there's a little like bar on the bottom and as you collect cash, that bar starts filling up and it tops out at a million dollars. I think whoever hits a million first would technically win. That's Mm. never happened in any of the games I've played. We got close one time. We got up to $880,000. We were like in second or third place. But um, if you want to secure your cash so you don't lose it when you die, if you die, there's these hot spots around the map, just randomly placed around the map where there's these helip- uh, helipads for uh, helicopters to land. And it's the most terrifying thing because they purposely place them in the middle 
of like a huge field so everyone can see you. Mm. Then you have to go run to it or drive up to it. You get out, throw a smoke grenade to call in the helicopter and the helicopter takes a few seconds. Like it could take like 30 seconds. So you're sitting there like waiting, looking around like, oh shoot, oh, like, is no. someone going to come and get me? <laughs> like I'm out here in the wide open. Like someone could just pull a sniper out and like snipe me from yeah. across the map. Yeah. Um, and then when it drops on like a little briefcase on a rope and you shove cash in there and it takes time, like you have to do it multiple times. Like you can only do it in like 25 or 250, no, $25,000 increments, I think it is, or something like that. Oh, so like man. if you have like 500 grand, you're just like shove, 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 <laughs> shove, shove, like trying to get it in there. And, meanwhile, one does. and right. meanwhile, like people are coming, like, and you're shoving money in this duffel bag and you're like, please God, don't, don't let me die here. Like, um, <laughs> And then, so that's one way to do it. Or you can actually go to these stores or stores in the game where you can go purchase uh, your own little hot air balloons, basically, like a mini hot air balloon with a briefcase attached to it. And you can shove it full of money and then it goes, goes up. And once it's in the, once the helicopter or the balloon takes it, it's safe. So if you die, you you don't lose that money. It's in the bank. Um, so, which is, it's cool to, you know, it's good to do that regularly. So that way, you know, you don't get killed and lose like 500 grand, which did we you, did a couple times last night. Did you win at all? So, like I said, that one game where we got like eight hundred eighty thousand, mm-hmm. and we were like second or third place. That's the closest we got to winning. There was there was some games where we were in first the entire time, and then somehow at the end, all of a sudden, like someone would do something, and we'd be in like tenth place. And we're like, what mm-hmm. the heck? Like someone must have killed someone big. Like yes. if it's like a, someone must have had a lot of cash, and they weren't putting in helicopters. Mm-hmm. And then someone else killed them and stole all their money. Like got super lucky. Like it's the only thing I can think of. But this game is such a blast. Like Me and Derek played. So like we played forever into the night. Like it was so much stinking fun. We're like, one more. Okay, one more. Okay, one more. Cause it's one of those games too where you feel like you're like, ah, oh, I think we can figure out this time. I think we can get it. Like it's just it got our hook the hooks in us and I'm loving it. I highly recommend it. And like I like I've talked about in the Discord, if anyone out there wants to play, it's cross play. So whether you have Xbox, PC, or PS4, we can all play together. It's free. Unless you're on Xbox and you have to have Xbox Live Gold, yeah. um, so it's free. So I'm going to go download it tonight. Go actually. do it. Yeah, it's going to. And so like, much fun. I'd yeah. like for us to get on there. Is there a possibility for us to stream something of the Super Gamer Boys uh, playing from all of our own remote locations? Potentially, yeah. We could probably figure something out. Okay, but yeah, yeah. kind of fun. It's a blast. It's a lot of fun. So go check it out. See how good I am with guns. Yeah. I'm not, uh, very not very good. Yeah, I know. That's why I really, I really don't want to play with you, but I will. I know you don't, I but will the just... trash talking is so much fun. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the question of the show here. This comes from our Patreon sponsor, Dustin Long. He uh, sent it to us through Discord. Remember, you can go to supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Join us over there. We have a lot of fun chit-chat, and we just started up a new discussion channel all about D&D. And yeah, we all call him Dirty Dustin. What's up, Dirty Dustin? <laughs> Dirty Dustin, yeah. Right, we call him that. Um, all the guys at the shop. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, his question is, uh, well, he sent us a new article. It's titled, Project xCloud has turned my phone into a portable Xbox, changing the way I play games. It was written by Mark Delaney over at GamesRadar. Um, so after sending us this article, which I recommend all you guys go read so go google that just type in project xcloud has turned my phone into a an xbox or portable xbox just uh on games radar that you'll find it real quick there his question after reading this i thought it was an interesting point about couch co-op what's your guys take on it and do you think it could become the best option in couch co-op in the future Um, so in the in the article 
just to preface it real fast, in the article, what it was was the writer was talking about how he he had a really fun time doing Project X Cloud on his phone and being able to actually sit on the couch with his wife also playing, I think they were playing Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves on Xbox, And so yeah. they're sitting there next to each other playing on their phones, playing this, because, this awesome open world game. So Sea of Thieves is a multiplayer game, but you can only play, there's no local multiplayer. You have to be on separate consoles. And so mm-hmm. he's saying, like, I used to be, I'd be, like, one of us would be in the living room, the other one would be in our son's room, and that's how we had to play it, and we had to talk over headsets. Yeah. It's like we're in the same house, and we have to talk over a headset. It's so stupid. Where now... Yeah, he can be on his phone or his iPad or whatever playing Sea of Thieves on the couch yeah. and his wife's on the TV on the place or on the Xbox and like they're able to play multiplayer and sit side by side. So basically this is creating couch co-op again. That's what the author was was insinuating was this gave him back a feeling of couch co-op that he hadn't had since he was younger. And hey, is this the couch co-op that we've all been looking for? And Dustin, this is a great article. I really yeah. suggest that you guys go out and read it because it is a good article. And as a matter of fact, when Dustin posted this on uh, on our questions for the show portion of Discord, I immediately answered yeah, because I felt strongly about it. You're like, idiot, hold on, wait for it, for the show. I made know? I made a whole discussion channel on our Discord that's just, a, hey, submit your questions and everything and topics here. And then, so... Dustin's like, okay, he drops something, and then JJ's like, I'm gonna answer right here like a big dummy. Like, I'm like, no, this is to submit stuff for the I show. Felt like Dustin JJ, was talking on. directly to me through the phone. Yeah. He was reaching That's out to me, and I was like, he oh, Dustin, I'll answer right now, buddy. He didn't even tag you in. I don't know why. That's what, dirty Dustin and I have like a thing. Okay. We don't even need. It's like no talking necessary. Right, you know right, right. Um, but dude, yeah, no. When I read that article, I was like. I'd never even thought of yeah. that. Like, cause it's, that's, cause we've, we've talked about that. Yeah. Like we both miss that yeah. couch co-op, like, cause they don't make games like that before. Like I grew up mm-hmm. loving to play Call of Duty or back mm-hmm. then before Call of Duty was really a thing. Medal of Honor was the thing on PS1 and PS2. Yeah. Um, and playing Medal of Honor with, we had the multi-tap cause you could only do two players unless you had the multi-tap and you could do four players. So you plug in this attachment and then plug the controllers into this attachment. It'd be me, my brother, my two cousins, We'd just play four-player, like, Medal of Honor, shooting each other, playing team deathmatch and stuff or whatever. Um, and it was sort of, like, some amazing memories. or playing Sledstorm or Crash Team Racing and doing, like, yeah, four-player with a multi-tap on the couch together. I I had a lot of couch co-op with my little brother growing up. We were always playing, you know, Nintendo. And then when I got into, into middle school... I was really big on couch co-op with the Sega Genesis. Mm. And so my best friend Dave would always come over to the house and play Genesis at my house. And then I would go stay the night at his house and he had a Super Nintendo. So then we would go over there and play the Super Mario World and stuff like that. But it was all night long and yeah. his mom coming in and telling us like boys go to bed okay and we turn it all off and the moment that she's like the door's closed and she's quiet for a little bit we're back on and we're playing you know <laughs> I mean that was my life so couch co-op was such an important part of socializing for us as kids mm-hmm. growing up and it's something that that we just don't really have anymore and this is a bright spot for our future because it I mean think about it you'll go into a room with a bunch of teenagers and they're all sitting around on their phones 
you know, yeah. not talking, not communicating. But At imagine least if they're engaging yeah. with Imagine each if they're all on their phones, but they're playing a game together and they're talking Absolutely. and interacting. Like, I don't know. That yeah. seems awesome to me. <laughs> Absolutely. So xCloud has it on the money. I mean, you had the xCloud for a while. I don't think you have it anymore. No, I still have it. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm still in the beta. Like, oh, I, I, haven't, I haven't touched it in a while because mm-hmm. uh, I just haven't had time. But, I mean, it worked flawlessly on my phone. I At this point, they, they, just, they just had the Halo Master Chief collection now. Mm-hmm. I want them to add more games because I want to try something different than just a first person shooter. I sure. want to be able to try like Sea of Thieves and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like how that would work. But yeah, yeah no, xCloud ran, that's out of all the streaming services, that's the one I've had the best results with. Uh, and GeForce Now, this, the uh, NVIDIA GeForce Now has worked great too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I don't know, after reading that, it really had me inspired because that all this time I'm just like, I don't know, streaming services, like it's separately. Like I never thought about it together, but separately I'm like, ah, oh, streaming services, are they really going to be good as we think they're going to be? And on the other side, I'm like, man, it's a bummer that couch co-op games aren't going to, you know, they're disappearing. And so like when this guy kind of like connected those dots for me, I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. That's brilliant. And I, I, I think this is everyone's best. Yeah, this is the best bet for couch co-op. This is the only way it's going to happen because obviously Companies want to make money on multiplayer. Mm-hmm. That's why Xbox charges for Xbox Live Gold. That's why PlayStation has their PlayStation Network. That's why Nintendo even has their own Nintendo Online for even 20 bucks a year. Mm-hmm. They want to make money off that. But so that's that kills the whole couch co-op thing. But yeah, with streaming, that's going to bring it all back. And I'm, I'm really excited for that future to have that back again. So yeah, I don't know. It's amazing. It got I me stoked. Awesome. And yeah, I, I recommend it. All you guys go read that and just... Yeah, feel inspired. So. You know, the, the most fun that I've had video gaming in a very long time since Red Dead came out, the most fun that I've had video gaming has been sitting uh, with my son playing Super Nintendo, or sorry, playing uh, Super Mario 3 on mm. his Switch. Just us sitting there, putting it up on the TV, and us going back and forth and playing, yeah, sitting next to each other in his gaming chairs has been the best That's awesome. for him and for me. You know, it's just this, this, you know, oh man, you almost got it, you know, or what happened? Well, what yeah, you there's do? that you know, like, yeah, there's a, the whole like encouraging one another or just like ragging on each oh, other absolutely. and like the whole going back and forth. Like that's, that's so much fun. Yeah. Like, and uh, that's, that's what's, you know, missing out when you're just yelling at somebody over a headset. Over a, yeah. You know? <laughs> there's like a disconnect when you can't see the person. Mm-hmm. Like you're either going to trash talk them and be a jerk to them or, right. or yeah, there's just no, there's no there's so much communication that's lost just through hearing someone, like I'm not, glad, not seeing them. I'm glad that the people out there, out there in Super Gamer Boys land <clears throat> can communicate with us and can see us. That they can. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. that sweet, sweet mustache. You know, <sighs> rocking this way. I hate it. Stash Mageddon, baby. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Uh, if you really loved this episode and were okay, okay with my mediocre stash look he seems so uh, tired because all the charisma that he exuded through this whole show <laughs> that he's now just like man i got nothing left go, jj go to patreon.com slash super boys you can support us over there at just a buck a month you can get our audio episodes early uh, you could be listening to this tonight monday the what is it march 16th at around probably about 10 10 30 you could have it live in your ear holes um so go check at us check us out over there uh supergameboys.com slash store you get some sweet merch. We got mugs. We got stickers. We got shirts. We got all the fun stuff. Um, rate and review us. I The last couple episodes, I think I haven't mentioned this, but I want to mention it because 
we actually got a review, so you can't find it on the American Apple Podcast Store, because that's what I normally check. I normally just go to Apple Podcast on my phone and see if we get new reviews, like about once or once a week, once every couple of weeks. Yeah. And we had nothing. Then I got this email. I use this. I use a third-party website for tracking some of our like stats and downloads and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. um, called Chartable, and they. I noticed that this said we had a new review. I'm like. I went and looked at Apple Podcasts. I'm like, there's no new review. So I went back to the, our, the dashboard on the, the tracking website and it said it was from Great Britain. And that's the reason I couldn't see it because we can only see the American and you know podcast Sweet. stuff. So you here, you here, you so, printed it out. So if you haven't, please go rate and review us just like HackRes did via Apple Podcast over in Great Britain. What did he say about it? He I gave us... Do it in a British accent. Oh, my God, yes. This is what you've been waiting for. He's got a sweet mustache. You're going to talk in a British I accent. I cannot Go for the life of me do a British accent. Uh, he gave us five stars. His title... He titled it Super! Exclamation point. Oh, that's awesome. Now officially my favorite podcast, Garrett Morling and JJ Purdom, are the Super Gamer Boys, two very different yeah. people who share a love for gaming. Every week I get my dose of gaming news and opinions as told by Garrett and JJ along with chit-chats about their weeks that I genuinely look forward to hearing about every week. These guys talk about topics with perfect balance of sensible discussion and outright brilliant humor that tickles my funny bone just right. Highly recommended. And you can watch Garrett and JJ do the Super Gamer Boys episodes on YouTube, which is what I like to do as well as listen to the audio podcast. Having visuals of their reactions to each other's comments adds to the laughs and giggles that make this already awesome podcast awesome. That is an excellent review. Dude, I love you. I don't know if you're a dude or not. You could be a female. That's really fine too. And I'm Because I like females. I, you know, totally. And I'm married to one. Uh, dude, seriously, thank you. That's a thank you for that review. review. That was really like excellent. so awesome to read, and I, I've been thinking about that all day because I just found it today. I'm like, oh, I'm glad I found that. It's so I'm awesome glad, to read. I'm glad you so, shared that on the show. That's so, really awesome. Yeah, if you we guys love good reviews, and that one was a really excellent one. Thank you so much. Yeah, so if you guys really love our stuff, no matter what country you're in, go ahead and you know go over to your Apple Podcast or whatever app you use. You know, give us five stars, leave a written review. You might be featured on the show, but we we really appreciate it. And it helps our show get out to more people. So thank you so much for that. Uh, if you want to find us during the week, you can go to supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram. We're at supergamerboys, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter at G Morlang. I am on Twitter at JJ Purdom. I'm constantly doing the tweets. Never. Uh, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. All right. <laughs> We're going to have to go ahead and get out of here early because Garrett's got to go shave his mustache because his wife is really not happy. Yeah, she like, was not really happy. Really not happy. I, I love it. I, I was wondering because I, uh, I did get a text with one of the flip-off emojis from a number I didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. But it looked like it had the same prefix as your number. So I assume that it's from Trudy, but I don't know that for sure. I don't want to – no fingers being pointed or anything like that. I'm just – just think she might have flipped me yeah. off, dude. Well, I, I might have given her your number, so. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, thanks once again for joining us this week on Super Gamer Boys. It is always, always a pleasure – it's mostly always your guys' pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, and my, he's and Garrett. My, and my pain. <laughs> and his pain. He's Garrett Morlang. I'm JJ Purdom. We are the Super Gamer Boys. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. I was thinking maybe we could do like a new thing where you don't see. No, that's my thing. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> <laughs>